Welcome to For the Love of Books, a podcast by North Lancashire Libraries. Hi everyone, welcome back to the North Lancashire Libraries podcast for the love of books. My name is Chris Wilson, the eServices librarian, and today I am joined by a fantastic author, Hannah Peckham, who is the author of the Conquer series of children's books, um, as well as another one as well. And I'm really glad to be inviting Hannah to the podcast today. Um, Her books were recommended to me for my son because they are great for helping kids to get to understand feelings and emotions, and they really celebrate the differences in people and the importance of friendship and things like that as well so lots of great messages in them and it's really a a fantastic series of books if you can get your hands on them they are available in some of our libraries so you can get a hold of them as well so so Hannah thank you for coming to the podcast today it's a great honour to have you on the podcast so thank you for coming along um and thank you for having me yeah you're very welcome Um, and you have written three books all aimed at young children um and where did the inspiration come from to enter the world of picture book writing um sorry that was my my computer pinging for uh, at you uh it's the first day back at school so everything's uh, everything's going a little bit bonkers here um so where did i get the inspiration from is that yeah uh so where where was the inspiration to kind of start writing picture books and, and things like that from Okay, so I have always loved writing. In fact, when I was about like eight, I got a poem published in a book. Um, But because of my dyslexia, so I'm dyslexic, um, quite classically dyslexic, I got um, diagnosed at five. I've never really had the the confidence. And my mom, uh, bizarrely, like every month would kind of go, have you written that book yet? She she kind of, it was her idea. She knew I was gonna be an author, but I was quite (laughs) resistant to it. And I I did many different things. But um, I've trained and I'm a, I work with young people as a counsellor um, with kind of teenagers. But something that really struck me was when they come to me, they're often in crisis by the time they come to me. And they often don't have that, the vocabulary to describe kind of how they're feeling. Mm. And I was pregnant with my son and I was working with a, a client and I just thought, you know what, that... that There needs to be a book about like to help children talk about their feelings. Um, And so that's kind of where where it came from. I just had a little idea about a chameleon Um, and doing research. I found out that chameleons change their color to show how they're feeling in the wild. Uh Um, And I was like, right, there's an idea here. And that was it. It was it, it, it all it, it all went from there. Fantastic, and and it has created a, a great set of books so far. Um, and as you mentioned, there, the, you you do you do have dyslexia and discovered that at a very early age. Is that what influences had that had on kind of building um, a career in writing? Has it has it kind of been any effect? Um, yeah, I mean the thing is, it's. <sighs> I had a really supportive school. I had supportive friends. I had um, supportive parents, but you know, statistics show that being dyslexic does often, it it can, a lot of dyslexics do do have um, anxiety and uh, mental health problems just just because I think, yeah, I, I, and I don't, you know, it, it, it has, it does worry me and feeling, feeling different and struggling and having to keep, keep up and think outside the box. And um, so I think my dyslexia has shaped me many, many ways. Um, 
my second book is about an elephant who can't climb a tree and it's very loosely based on kind of my my feelings around um yeah. my dyslexia I suppose yeah and again that's a great another great book we'll come on to that book a little bit later on as well to get a bit more detail about it um anyone who's read your book so far will know that there's that children's mental health and well-being is quite clearly important to you isn't it it's kind of it's quite the sort of key messages really that comes through in the writing yeah Absolutely. I um, one of the things I, I I think quite often. I mean, it, it it's not taught in schools. I mean, and it's certainly not on on the curriculum as a as a as a mainstream thing like maths and English. But I think it's you know these tools, emotional tools, are are one of the most important things you can can teach your child to kind of go 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 through. You know, with resilience and 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 self awareness and and empathy. Um, and yeah, I, I kind of think sometimes we often leave our children just to kind of do that all on their own, but it's one of the most complicated, crazy things to have to navigate. It's like, you wouldn't leave your child in a kitchen uh, to bake a cake on their own and expect anything other than a complete mess when you walk in. But yeah. we often leave them to navigate their emotions unattended. And then we're surprised when there's a mess feel like just some basic guidance is is really important yeah uh, and I, I was actually recently at a, a school thing for my son who's just started school and the teacher actually gave me said something to me quite refreshing actually and she said the, the most important thing that, that your children will learn in my class it's not it's not maths it's not literacy it's being kind to each other and I thought that was really was a lovely thing for a teacher to kind of say yeah. and, and, and him just sat in school and I thought you know that's a, that's a lovely thing to, for them to kind of be prioritising a little bit as well so it was nice to kind of hear that because it is such an important thing and yeah. and it and it's kind of great that there's now kind of getting a bit of recognition for that as well I think yeah uh, that's the thing there are some amazing teachers. I, I have a lot of teachers kind of contact me, but sometimes, you know, because it's not on the curriculum and there's so much other stuff to do, it does take just a really special, awesome teacher to kind of put it as a pretty. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about your um, your main character, Conquer. He's very lovable um, and I'm very, he's very important to you. So would you want to tell us a little bit more about him? Um, yes, yeah, so Conker is a chameleon who can't change his colour like his friends. And uh, it was really important to me that he didn't kind of have that traditional happy ending where he actually learned how to change colour and everything was fine. Mm -hmm. um, so he actually goes on a journey and, and learns that sometimes changing colour can be confusing if people are guessing how you're feeling and actually talking about your feelings is um, um, a lot uh better way to kind of communicate with each other and there's this one line um that where I meant I, I mentioned mental health and um I'm a counsellor and I'm a mother and I I stopped whilst writing it and I had a really big decision I was like should I should I use the words mental health and I just couldn't believe that I was even asking myself that question like mm. anyone would say physical health and not think it's kind of like a dirty wrong word but for me I was thinking oh mental health but it's got such negative thoughts around it. So I just wanted to kind of normalize that for, for young people as well. Like mental health is health. So, and it's really, it's just as important to keep your, your, your thoughts and, and your feelings healthy as it is keeping kind of your body healthy. And I wanted that message to be in, in there. Yeah. And one of the many things that I love about the books is the illustrations. Um, 
um, Colquitt is so beautifully brought to life by the illustrator Stephanie Jane, um, who has made him a very eye-catching uh, way, hasn't she? Um, I, I wondered a little bit, if, w w did you have an idea what he looked like, before, what he wanted him to look like, or was that totally her idea? Um, yeah, no, so I did, I did have... It's so strange because I had got so it's I always describe it as a bit like being pregnant when you first like when they first when you first give birth and you suddenly see their face and it's like, oh, that's you. <laughs> um, you've been living inside me for this long and now I can see you. And and that's what happened with um, Conquer. I, I got Stephanie and I was like, look could you just do a little line drawing? And I, I, she, she'd read the words and, and we had a bit of, of a talk of kind of, of what he'd looked like. And she just sent, sent it through. And I remember opening this picture on my, on my phone and just going, oh, that's, that's you, that's Conker. Um, and then we went into the whole process where, you know, we were talking about, oh, should his eyes be a little bit bigger or smaller or, you know? So yeah, we, I, I mean, obviously it is, all Stephanie, she is his other mother. Um, but yeah, I, I did have, you know, there, there were times when I was like, oh no, that doesn't look like Conqueror or, or, or whatever. So yeah, I, I I had a small part to play in it, but obviously, um, yeah, Stephanie's illustrations are just amazing. Yeah, and it's, and it's a, they are the very eye-catching and wonderful set of books to kind of even visually um, beyond the, the words as well, which is great. I think that's very important for picture books because if, if the illustrations don't kind of pick up as much as the words do, I think it might does kind of lose part of the, the, the book. Yeah. Um, and the, one of the other great things about the books as well is that they do come with some fantastic activities and things like that at the backs, backs of the book as well, don't they? And was that something that was important for you to have included in that? Yeah, I think, um, so I've actually got two more books out and um, I, I'm actually having them done with the publisher and I said, look, I really want that um the back pages to to be a, a learning kind of opportunity i think because you know you've got a captive audience mm -hmm. and it's so important to then consolidate that learning and make the story kind of a uh, part part of the child's learning um so yeah i think it's it, it was it's really important and it's something that i i definitely want to continue doing giving that little bit extra at the end yeah, and we, we were just talking before we started recording about the about the importance of the library books not having anything written on them. So if you do take them out of the library, you can use them, but just don't write on them. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, <laughs> that's what, photocopy them or something. Yeah, if you, that's the thing. You can photocopy them. You can redraw them. I mean, I know there's a self-care scavenger hunt in, in one of them. So, you know, you can write out the things or just, yeah, the, the, you don't have to um I think a lot of um teachers photocopy them and and just and just use them I don't think you're actually meant to do that with copyright but um but that's fine <laughs> well, well, uh, well we'll we'll, we'll let that one slide that. <laughs> now Conquer has been collecting um another growing number of awards as well hasn't he um he, you won the the self the, the selfies book award UK children's book of the year this year earlier on I noticed on your Twitter account, and, and and there's a few other awards as well, isn't there? Yeah, um, he he's also won the um, international um, book award for child, the children's book uh, Mind, Body, and Spirit, and he won bronze in the um, in the Junior Design Awards 2021, which was I mean I was up against I mean I was up against the winner of the um, Oscar Oscar Book Prize uh, was it the Oscar Book Prize which is like massive and he beat that book i'm 
not going to say which one it was, but I was just like, you know, when you're just like, oh, I've arrived. Um, it was just very, yeah, it's, mm. it was very uh, exciting. That so. must be quite a proud moment to be able to kind of see the, the, your hard work kind of really kind of getting recognised from these awards. Yeah, it's just, it ha it's been, it's just been, um, I mean, obviously just getting messages from parents saying that they've been, help to you know that their child's kind of opened up or you know is is accolade and kind of uh, reward enough really but to have a little shiny badge is kind of quite exciting <laughs> yeah it must it must be nice for sure <clears throat> um i know the, the newest book in from conquer um which is called conquer and the monkey trap has fairly fairly recently come out hasn't it yeah um and did you always mean to make it a series um was that always the plan I don't, I mean, you know, I had visions in my head and actually Sanjeet, the rainbow lorikeet from um, Conquer and the Monkey Trap, he was in my very first draft of Conquer the Chameleon. Ah. So although I didn't, um, although I didn't kind of necessarily want to make it a, a series, there was always kind of another story to tell, I suppose. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, and... Um, you've been doing lots of really interesting events for promoting the book as well. Uh, I've, I've seen quite a few things on your Twitter account that look really interesting. So you want to tell us a little bit about those? Yeah, it's been it's been so much fun. Um, we did a well-being trail at a local um, ancient woodland, so that was really important because I just um, yeah I just kind of wanted to 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 make um, the books come to life a little bit and give children an opportunity to kind of check in with their feelings and kind of be in nature and. Um, and then I went to Carfest South. I know there's a Carfest North as well, um, but no, I went to Carfest South and it was, and it's all for charity. And mm. it was just, it was just so lovely. Um, it was actually though the first two days I've spent away from my son. So um, it was exhausting and just, it was so much fun and so, so many wonderful children. And I met other authors, um, but yes, I left my son alone. I had a whole bed to myself for two nights. <laughs> it like um, it was, but I still stupidly woke up at 5.30 every morning because my body clock has kind of <laughs> conditioned to toddler life, I think. Yeah, I, I think that that happens. I think you just kind of get ingrained into the way of open uh, waking up at the set times yeah. and stuff, and then when they're not here with you, that's you still just sit still follow the same pattern. I mean, it's so unfair. <laughs> no matter how much you've been looking forward to that kind of lion that, you, that you've not had for years. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but now, now your writing isn't always about Kolka, as we as you kind of mentioned a little bit earlier. Um, as good and lovable as he as he is, there is also Hetty, um, who is the star of Climb as well. Isn't there? Do you want to tell us a little bit more about about that story? Yeah, she's my little book baby girl. Um, so Hetty is an elephant. And she really wants to be able to climb trees. And just like Conker, I didn't want at the end, suddenly she was able to climb a tree and everything was fine because, you know, elephants can't climb tree. It's ergonomically not uh, gonna happen, is it? Um, <laughs> is that the right word? Um, so, so we, so, but, but she ends up embracing her own unique talents and she ends up finding out what she is really good at. Um, and like I said, it's slightly based on my journey uh, growing up uh, as a classic 
dyslexic um, and that kind of feeling that I, I can't do anything like as well. Um, you know, everything's just a bit tricky and kind of really trying to get in there, but then suddenly realizing, you know, that there's other things that I can do. You know, we're all good at something. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And I think that's an important thing for people to realize as well, is that, that not everyone is great at sports or, or writing, or, or they're, they're, but you've got your own talents hidden there yeah. as well. Yeah. And I think that the book really highlights the importance of, of kind of really finding your own strength, doesn't it? Yeah, embracing your own unique talents and, and friendship and, um, yeah. And also, you know, disappointment, you know, and like the, the work, some, sometimes, you know, it, it, it might not be the happy ending you were you were wishing for, but yeah. it, you'll find your own different happy ending. Yeah, and I think that's equally as important as, as, yeah. as finding your own strength as well, as realising that, you, that you're not necessarily going to be the best at everything in the, in the world as well, so... Um, now I know you've been out there doing a, uh, a lot at the moment of, of promotion for Conquer, um, but looking a little bit further ahead, is there going to be more Conquer adventures, do you think? In, 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 in um, the new book's just come out, so I know it's kind of quite fresh. But Yeah, well, no, you know what? I've got I've, I've written two others. Um, one's due out in spring and one's due out in autumn next year. Um, neither of them about Conquer. One's about oh. a unicorn and one is about a dinosaur. Um but yeah, I mean, obviously, there's there's a lot more for Conquer uh, to do. So yeah, I, I'm sure I'll revisit um, Conquer. But I, I have one. This is it's kind of what happens. I have I get an idea and it kind of sits in my head for about six months, and I try and write it usually when I first have the idea, and I write a whole load of rubbish, and then it just sits in my head for about six months, and then it so, so one day. I, I don't know why, what happens. It just, it all floods into my head and I just have to run away into the bedroom and type it all out in the space of like two days. <laughs> and, then that's, and then that's done. And I've got, I, I'm currently at the stage, I've got a pirate in my head. Um, and I've written a whole load of rubbish and I'm hoping at some point soon that it, the, the flood of pirate is going to come, come to me. But we'll see <laughs> if it I'm very excited about to find out that there's a dinosaur one because my son is a dinosaur fanatic, so we'll definitely be watching out for that one. I, we... Well, yes, I know. So my son, so I wrote the unicorn one first, and then and then my my son is a massive dinosaur um, fan. So um, yes, a brontosaurus. This one's about, and um, and I love it. It's got such a lovely. Uh, in fact, what we were talking about. Um, earlier uh i think i think your son would particularly um love it but i can't say much um about it because it's not even started to be illustrated yet so mm. um so it's all a bit top secret but it's it's very special fantastic i'm <laughs> looking forward to that one already so that'll be good uh, now all your twitter bio it lists you as an award list award-winning author as we've discussed earlier already but also most importantly a, a mum as well um, what did you like one think of the stories that you write? It must be because it must be quite exciting for them to have a mum who's creating these fantastic characters and bringing them to life so vividly in, in books and things like that as well. So, what does he, what does he think of them? I mean, he he loves it. One of his first words because he grew up whilst I was writing Conquer the Chameleon. One of his first words was Conquer Chameleon. Um, <laughs> So I'd actually stuck all the pages, the words onto a different book and I'd read it to him whilst I was kind of going through edits and stuff like that. So he he's, um, he, he loves it. He loves Hetty. 
his favorite is Con Conquering the Monkey Trap at the moment. Yeah. And he often doesn't like, when I just write the words, he gets a bit kind of, he doesn't want it. He likes it once the illustrations are in because he's, yeah. you know, he's only three and a half. Um, he loves it. However, he he's, he's currently going through a bit of a, that's why I can't take him to events with me because I took him, um, I had my first heckler. He came to one of the events with me and he was shouting over me and mommy, mommy, this and that and the other and giving away <laughs> the and stuff like that. But he doesn't really like me reading to other children. He kind of finds it a little bit um, tricky. He's kind of like, that's my mummy. Um, so, so he does like it, but we're just kind of, we're dealing with some big emotions around having to share his mummy when she goes off to read to other children. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, it probably thinks that those are quite personal stories for him as well. So I imagine he gets them kind of first hand before anyone else does. So... Yeah, here's my here's my little here's his here's the manager, here's the manager of me. Like if he's if he really thinks it's rubbish, then you know it goes on the heap and I have to work on it a little bit longer. <laughs> I must and it must be I have a quite good to have that kind of ready-made um, uh, reader there to, to kind of test it on before before it goes any further and, and yeah. find out if kids are going to love it or not. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. And uh, obviously you've mentioned a couple of books there that's coming up. Is, is there any more exciting plans in the future or near future, Catherine, that, that you want to tell No, kind of every day. Well, um, have I got any plans? Hmm. Um, you know what? No, I've, I've literally, I've literally just been treading water the last six weeks, just trying to like keep everyone fed and cleaned and um, not broken um so so today is my first day back at like actually having some time to start you know getting things in the diary and stuff I mean I do school visits which is um which I love um but no I don't think I have apart from my two books that are out out next oh yeah I've got so I've got two two books out next year obviously I've got the pirate in my head that I need to kind of sit down and write um and I've got some a couple of uh, foreign rights deals coming through which is quite exciting so mm. Conquer and yeah. Climb will be heading um heading abroad to be translated which is quite exciting so yeah, yeah. there's a there's a lot there's a lot going on but um yeah, yeah. so you're, uh, you're, a bu you're a busy lady over the next little while so so that <laughs> fun stuff so that, that's all my questions that I have for you, Hannah. So thank you very much for coming and chatting to us about um, Conquer and Hetty and let us know about what the next kind of plans are for, for um, both uh, both them and uh, your new books as well. That's all very exciting stuff. And as I said earlier, the, the, the books are available to loan or, or borrow from the, our libraries as well. So do feel free to pop in and reserve them. Um, they should, if they're not available in your local library, you can reserve them as well. So it's fantastic that you can get access to them. Just before we finish up, I'll give a couple of little service updates as well for some exciting things that you can look forward to happening in North Lanch libraries. Um, it's almost been a year since we've had playlists for life uh, involved in our library. So we are going to have a first anniversary party and that's going to be happening in Coatbridge Library on Thursday the 29th of September and it's going to feature a performance from Cat's Pyjamas and there's also going to be a staff playlist which we'll, we'll put out there on National Playlist Day which is the week before on the 22nd of September and that you'll get to see what's, what the staff think is the most important party songs out there for, for that as well. We've also got Doors Open Days coming up soon as well on Saturday the, Saturday the 17th of September and you'll be able to go on a tour of Mother Library 
or for that as well as also visit the observatory in Airdrie Library or go for a talk with Diane Waters at Cumbernauld Library as well. So that's all some fantastic events you can get to for the doors open days that will be coming up very soon. And also I can watch that space as well for Macmillan Coffee Mornings coming up. Uh, the official date for that is Friday the 30th of September and we will have a few libraries having some coffee mornings to try and raise funds for our partner Macmillan Cancer Support and we will hopefully have some great kind of little chats and coffees and tea and biscuits and stuff like that available for those so loads of stuff to look out for in the coming weeks in our library so do watch out for all that if you've enjoyed this podcast guys don't forget you can leave us some feedback using the hashtag hashtag flb podcast or by emailing us at librarypodcast at northland.co.uk but that's all for us just now guys thank you very much again to hannah for joining me And we'll be back again soon with more podcast episodes. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.